Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is week six of the NFL season. We are officially here, all wrapped into week six. It's the official first bye week of the NFL seasons, a couple of the NFL seasons. we got a couple teams that are on bye this week, uh, so it, it's going to be a little bit different um, here. But uh, bye started kicking to the power ranking effect, so sometimes not playing is going to be beneficial to you and and sometimes it, it won't be so but it all depends on how things rock and roll here as we bring you episode 75 of one-on-one here on the legacy maker sports network of course the power ranking edition um and so with us getting into week six we got a lot to get into we're going to recap uh last week uh i was up at um, land over Maryland for commanders and Titans, which was a pretty good game, uh, ended tragically, uh, for the commanders, but it was definitely was a pretty good game. And, you know, it, it, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Um, not so much fun for commanders fans, but there's a lot of controversy going on with that. But we'll talk about that later. But like I said, this is the first week where we have a buys that come into effect. Plus with that being said, uh, we got, Thursday night football tonight. And that means we've got the Washington Commanders traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. Two teams that, uh, you know, were in the bottom last week. Preview for you. They're in the bottom this week. Uh, but two teams looking to try to make things happen for themselves here on Thursday night. It should be a good game. I wish I could have went myself, but that's okay. Indianapolis, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. With that being said, let's go ahead and give you a recap from last week, uh, week five of the power rankings. So first we head to the bottom, and the bottom last week looked like this. We had the Titans, the Commanders at 31, the Panthers, the Steelers, the Saints, the Patriots, the Lions, Colts, Raiders, Bears, Jets, and Broncos in that order for the bottom. For the outside looking in, we had the Seahawks, Browns, Falcons, Titans, Jaguars, Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Bucks, and Chargers. Once again, in that order. And in the top 10, from 10 on down, we had the Bengals, the Ravens, the Giants, the Cowboys, Packers. Um, spoiler, they're not in there this week. Vikings, Dolphins, who were coming off their first loss, the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Eagles sitting at number one. That was last week. Uh, speaking of our play of the weeks from last week, we got Geno Smith with a great week last week. Of course, Hassan Reddick had a great week. He was our defensive player, Geno being our offensive player. Our top five on the MVP front, Allen Hurts, Mahomes, Barkley, and Jackson heading into last week. And then our Thursday night football game, which we will get into 
um, you know, at some point. And it devastating. All I can say is, you know, what an ugly game. And I know that if you're Amazon, you're probably thinking, man, what in the world? Especially after the first decent couple of weeks um, to start the season. Then you get this. Uh, and I don't know if it's going to get any better tonight, but it may. It may, it may it may get better tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, we'll see what what teams come out to play uh, at, at Soldier Field. But I missed on this one. My record goes from three and one to three and two. That's back to back losses after starting off three and zero. Oh. Very sad about that. Now, with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get into the fun stuff. It is time to. Start rocking and rolling. It is time to get into our power rankings for another week. And um, I will say that this week was not as difficult as weeks past. I, I felt like there was some mix up, you know, some mixing going on here in the bottom and, and the outside looking in. I think the top 10 stayed pretty strong for the most part. But, you know, with all that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and let's get into the bottom. Bottom teams for the week. The now new official worst team in the NFL heading into week six, the Carolina Panthers. It's a bad, it's been a bad week for the Carolina Panthers. It's been a bad week to be a Carolina Panthers fan. Uh, if you're a Carolina Panthers fan, you're probably, well, I won't say completely bad. You're probably happy to an extent, but still knowing that your season probably is not going to go the way you would like it to go. Well, let's talk about it a little bit. First, you lose to the 49ers 37 to 15. And then you uh, fire your head coach, Matt Rule. Things just weren't clicking. Things weren't going well. Then on top of that, all the new trade rumors that are starting to kick around. Uh, first, you know, CMC's name has been out there tremendously. I've heard the Bills. I've heard the, the Broncos. I'm hearing names like that for CMC. But if they are putting CMC on the market, man, can you imagine? Can you imagine what um interest he's gonna um pull especially with you know knock on wood he's been healthy so far this year so he's gonna draw interest but i tell you right now if the buffalo bills get him that's all i can say about that another big name that uh, people are starting to hear about dj moore a couple of teams to watch out for the baltimore ravens the green bay packers who are always in the thing but they never get it so i'm not holding my breath uh, maybe the L.A. Rams, teams like that. Look out for that. If they do decide to trade D.J. Moore and CMC, it's going to be interesting because we still got another two, I think, two weeks left before the trade deadline. So we'll see what goes from there. The other bad thing that happened for the Panthers, and maybe some Panthers fans, it was a good thing, but uh, Baker Mayfield went down. He came into the press conference with a walking boot. Uh, things just not looking too hot for the one and four Panthers so far. So the Panthers, as of now, worst team in the NFL. Number 31, the Washington Commanders. One and four, started off with the win at the beginning of the season. Then you lose four straight. Now, Lions game, had your chances in that one. Eagles game, miserable. Cowboys game, slash Desperados, miserable. Last week, great game. And like I said, I was there. And, you know, I, I felt like... The energy in the stadium was probably some of the best I've seen. And I, I will give the fans that have been coming out for Commanders games credit because they've been showing energy. And unfortunately, they just haven't been getting the results in return. But the way this game ended has sparked controversy from being, you know, from on and on. Not because of how 
you know, maybe a, a referee call or something like that, but just a play. Washington goes on a great drive, drives all the way down the field. It's like less than 10 seconds on the clock. Carson Wentz is third down. Carson Wentz, um, you know, goes back to pass, and, you know, they didn't have any timeouts. They were looking for J.D. McKissick. And then the Titans linebacker, don't give me the line here, but the Titans linebacker, um, you know, had one of the best interceptions I've seen. A diving interception. And if you go back and look at the tape from a certain angle, it did look like Carson Wentz. I knew why he threw the ball to him. But, yeah, it was a little rough. Carson went through the ringer this week. Uh, then you had Ron Rivera out here saying, you know, pretty much, you know, the reason why we're losing is quarterback play. And the only guy that's played quarterback so far this season is Carson Wentz. Now, he did go and apologize to Carson, and he apologized to the team. And he said he had a bad moment. But you know what? You know, we have bad moments in life. Things like that happen. Uh, you know, you have to backtrack sometimes when you know you say something. Not everybody's perfect. You're going to say things that are not good. And it happens. It happens. But with that being said, and this commander's team struggling. Uh, and tonight they got a chance to get that second win of the season, and they're going to need it against a Chicago team that is also struggling, who is 26 on the count. They're, they're two and three. Uh, and, you know, so it's, it's one of those things that, you know, we'll see if they can do it. You know, Chicago played well against the Vikings, but they just, they just, they gave it away or they, they didn't go up and say they gave it away, but they had their chances and they, they gave that opportunity away is what I should say. Um, but nevertheless, so commanders at 31 at 30, the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, did the Pittsburgh Steelers take a beating poor, 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 poor Kenny Pickett. Um, all I can say for Kenny is I hope that he shows improvement throughout the season to give Pittsburgh a reason to want him to be the quarterback next year. But there's a lot, a lot of things going on with the Steelers team, and and I and this is this is probably going to be Mike Tomlin's first losing season as a head coach. He's been coaching this team since 2007. This is his, this would be his what 14, 13 season. He's never had a losing season. He's had eight and eight seasons. He's been 500. This one's not looking too hot, you know. But well, we said these things before about the Steelers and they made runs. But this team right now just they're searching. They're searching big time. Um, I'm gonna talk Buffalo, but. You know, well, I'm going to go ahead and talk them now. Buffalo looked great. Josh Allen, 20 for 31, 424 yards, four touchdowns. He ran the ball five times for 42. Leading rusher once again, I do not like that, but we'll get into that a little bit later as well. Gabe Davis, three receptions, 171 yards, balling out, two touchdowns. 98-yard bomb, and I think like an 85-yard bomb. Just stupid stuff, but they look great. Unfortunately for the Steelers, they're sitting at 30. Things hopefully will turn around for them soon. At 29. First victory of the season, the Houston Texans. Congratulations to Lovey Smith and, and the guys down there in Houston. I will say this, though. I was a little bit disappointed because I did pick the Jaguars in this game, and I, I needed the Jaguars to go in and get that dub so I can, you know, kind of keep boosting my record up. You know, I'm trying to, trying to get my record super over 500. You know what I'm saying? But we'll talk about that also a little bit later. But the Texans, now 1-3-1, and one, get their first victory of the season. A tough victory. Very, very tough victory against a Jaguars team that at one point was looking like the cream of the crop in the AFC South, but they have taken a back seat the last couple of weeks. We got Houston at 29. At 28, the, mm, boy, the Detroit Lions, 29 to nothing. Uh, the Patriots just went in there, third-string quarterback, and just went to work. You know, Stevenson, 25 carries, 161 yards. Jacoby Myers, seven receptions, 100 11 yards, one TD, backup quarterback in. 
Bailey Zip. And I could be saying his last name wrong, and I apologize if I am. Backup quarterback, third string quarterback. No Brian Hoyer, third string quarterback. Hoyer may have lost his backup job too, just to throw that out there. But 29-0. Patriots win their second game of the season. They're now number 23 on this count. They were 27th last week. They bumped up four spots. You know? So the Lions dropped two spots. We move on. Lions are 28. 27, the Las Vegas Raiders. This one's tough because the, the Vegas Raiders have been sitting at this bottom. They started the season off in the top 10. They've been sitting at this bottom and sitting at this bottom and sitting at this bottom. And tough game on Monday night. They lose 30-29 uh, to the Chiefs. Lose a tough one to the Chiefs. Uh, they decided to go for a two-point conversion, and that's why they lost this game. Well, at least that's part of it. Uh, they got the ball. They got the ball back. Had a chance at the end. Um, you know, we've all heard about the Devontae Adams situation by pushing the cameraman by now. All of that stuff. You know, he bumped into Renfro. Just the communication. I don't know what's going on in Vegas. I had this team going to the AFC Championship game. They are making me look bad, and I do not appreciate it. But if the Raiders decide to trade Devontae Adams back to the Packers, I would be all fine with that. But I know that's not going to happen. Raiders at 27. 26 to Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears, like we said, um, tough go at things against Minnesota, had their chances. Um, you can continue to see, you know, Justin Fields and the boys get a little bit better or, or fight hard. And I got to appreciate that. See what they do tonight against the commanders should be a decent game, hopefully for Amazon purposes and just for football fan purposes. They're at 26, 25, the Denver Broncos trash. That's the nicest thing I can say right now. Trash. They look bad. Offensively just look miserable. You bring in Russell Wilson in the offseason, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. I say, man, you know, I started them off. They were in the top 10 at the beginning of the season because I felt I had confidence in Russell Wilson and the guys. There is a disconnect there, and it's bad. It's a really bad. Just a bad deal all the way around. But for me, I look at it, and I say, this is what happens when you hire a head coach because you thought you were going to get Aaron Rodgers. This is what happened when you hire a head coach because you thought – you were going to get Aaron Rodgers. And you thought that Nathaniel Hackett would be enough to bring Aaron Rodgers or get Aaron Rodgers into the fold. Nah, not the move. I mean, he's a hired offensive coordinator, but some people just can't be head coaches. The moment that he said he had to hire someone to help him manage the game, you're the head coach, man. Like, man, it, it just seemed like a weird hire and that bad timing. With all that being said, the Broncos, man, I would not be surprised by the end of this season. If the Broncos are way further down, they were 21 last week. They're 25 this week. The Jacksonville Jaguars took a big drop. They're at 24 this week. They were at uh, 16 last week. They dropped into the bottom this week. You know, just a tough game against the Texans. And they just couldn't pull it off. I mean, it, it just seemed like their offense was non-existent. Uh, you know, and Trevor Lawrence is is taking steps back. You know, 25 or 47. He did about 47 times. He threw two picks. Uh, 286 yards, but he's taking steps back. And if you are Doug Peterson, you got to find a way to get him back around the right way. You can't have, you cannot have this going on for him. You got to get that fixed. Uh, Jacksonville's at 24. See if they'll figure it out. 23, of course, we talked about the Patriots and their beautiful 29 nothing victory over the Lions. They're at 23. The Seattle Seahawks had a heck of a game against. This, the New Orleans Saints, um, you know, Saints were in the bottom last week at 28. They're not this week. So, you know, they took a little bit of a leap. Uh, but 
this Seahawks team fought hard, man. They were 20 last week. They're 22 this week. They continue to 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 do really well offensively. Geno Smith is having a really good season, man. Like, if you can do most improved player, like he's right now, he has to be the most improved player uh, so far in the NFL, just based off of what we've seen from him and, and what he's been able to do. If not comeback player of the year, because whoever thought Geno Smith would be having the year he had, he's having as a starter. So much love to Geno. But, man, Taysom Hill in this game, amazing. Played a little quarterback, had four touchdowns, had nine carries for uh, 112 yards and had three touchdowns on the ground. Amazing. Tyler Lockett out there having a great season. I had hopes that he would be on the trading block. But the way Seattle's been playing, I don't see that happening. So my dreams of him coming to Green Bay probably shattered. But with that being said, I like the Seattle team. They're tough. They keep playing hard. But their defense has got to get better. They gave up four. The defense gave up forty-five points last week and gave up thirty-nine points this week. And if they could just play a little defense, man, you know the Seahawks would probably be like four and one, maybe even three and two. They, they would have a better record than what they have now. But I digress. Twenty-one, the Arizona Cardinals, another team that that you know we got them at twenty-one, but it's all because of Kyler Murray. If it wasn't for Kyler Murray, I probably would not. I just I don't know where I would have this Cardinals team. Yeah, they're two and three. Tough game against the Eagles, so they fought hard. But this here's the crazy stat. The Cardinals are 0-3 at home this year. How do you just not win at home? They, and they've won both of their games on the road, but they're 0-3 at home. Can't trust them at home. They're better on the road. It's crazy. And their fan base is pretty solid fan base. I mean, it, they always have big crowds. I don't know what's going on in Arizona, but they better figure it out quick. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the bottom. All right. So with the bottom, you know, we see what we got there at the bottom. And, uh, you know, some of the teams, you know, this week uh, at the bottom, uh, you know, it's sad to see some of them there. I, the Raiders would be one. I thought that the Raiders would have uh, be, would be in a better spot by now, but they're not. Um, I'm a little sad by that. And, and, you know, maybe it does get better. Maybe it doesn't get better. Uh, another team in there, the Pittsburgh Steelers, that if you're just a fan of football, it's tough to see the Pittsburgh Steelers in there. It's real tough to see the Pittsburgh Steelers in there. They, they've got to figure that thing out. Hopefully they do. And if they don't, they don't. All right. You know what time it is. Time to go to the outside looking in. All right. So outside looking in this week, let's swing it on to it. Outside looking in, we've got the old wonderful ladies and gentlemen Atlanta Falcons two and three uh yes they lost last week I did pick them to beat the Bucks and you know what they gave it a shot I mean the Bucks were up 21 to nothing heading into the fourth the Falcons scored uh 15 points in the fourth got into a six-point game and then the most bogus uh rough in the passer call in the history of the NFL was called where they well I, was, I believe it was Grady Jarrett tackled Tom Brady normally and he got called for it. And the referee tried to stick up for it. And it was like, you know, I saw what I saw. I'm like, man, or he's something in that range. He sounded like the guy from uh, Little Big League. I saw what I saw, so go sit down. That's what he sounded like. He sounded like that guy. But um, the Bucks, you know, win one that, you know, I'll be honest with you, the Falcons played hard in this one, man. They probably deserved the win, you know, but it is what it is. The Buccaneers, they get the victory. They're three and two. Falcons are number 20 on the countdown. At number 19, the Browns. The Browns, another tough game for the Browns. The Browns have played really hard. Jacoby Brissett and the squad have done a really good job. They've played well. And, you know, they they 
to me, I felt like as a team, they haven't felt they haven't fell off. I thought we didn't know if they were going to fall off without, you know, Deshaun Watson being there, but they're hanging in there. So and I said it at the beginning of the season, if they can just be, you know, five, five, you know, six and five, just in that middle of the pack when Deshaun gets back. Things are going to be a little bit different there for uh, the Cleveland Browns. Well, at least hopefully for Cleveland. They're at 19. Tough game against the Chargers. At 18, the Saints. Now, the Saints made a big jump. They went from 28 there uh, to 18. They moved up 10 spots. Uh, really good game um, from the Saints. You know, another team that's got to figure out defensively because they're a better defensive team than what we've seen. But they gave up a lot of points to the Seahawks. But in the end, Taysom Hill and the squad, you know, without Jameis Winston, without uh, Michael Thomas, you know, they were out some of their big pieces. Uh, Alave got hurt at towards the end of that game. Regardless, the Saints found a way to win. They're at 18. At 17, the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati, uh, you know, they the games they lost have just been tough ones. I, I mean, you know, they, they lost at the beginning of the season to Pittsburgh. They only win Pittsburgh has. Uh, and they lost that one by three. They lost to the Cowboys slash Desperados. Uh, and that was a close game. I think it was 20 to 17. Couldn't pull it off. They lose this one to the Ravens, 19 to 17. Was in the mix. Couldn't get it going. I don't know what it is about the Bengals team. They're still trying to figure things out this year. But tough loss for them. Big win for the Ravens. We got the Bengals at 17. At 16, we've got the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams have been, um, hmm, what's the word I want to say? Bad. Uh, they haven't been good this year, but a very impressive win for the Dallas Cowboys slash Desperados. They were able to go in there uh, and and get a very big win on the road against the Super Bowl champs. I mean, what do you say about that? I mean, that's that's big time. They were able to go and they were able to do that. So much love, much love uh, to the Cowboys and, and a great performance. And and Cooper Rush, man, 4-0 as a starting quarterback there. Um, he's going to start this week as they go on Sunday night football to take on the Eagles. That's going to be a good game. It's going to be probably, probably one of the highest watched games this season. Uh, but it should be, should be a good one. But unfortunately the Rams can't figure it out. Uh, they, they need to figure out something soon. They're two and three. They're at uh, number 16 on the power rankings. Number 15, the Indianapolis Colts, which if you heard me a little bit early, I will be heading to Indy to watch the commanders and the Colts take on each other in, uh, at the end of the month on that four o'clock matchup there out there in Indy. So that's going to be a fun one to go and, and take part of. I'm very excited about that. But with that being said, Colts win a grind. I mean, a grind out game against uh, the Broncos. Ugly. Probably one of the ugliest games you'll ever see. People, people probably fell asleep. A lot of people probably fell asleep. It ended ugly, but they were able to get the dub. They're two, two and one. And we just got them right there in the middle at number 15 at 14, the Miami Dolphins, man, Man, the Miami Dolphins took a beating <laughs> to the New York Jets. Who would have thought that the New York Jets would beat the Dolphins 40 to 17? Who would have? Then the Jets are 13. The Jets are rising, man. They were 22 last week. They're 13 this week. They were at one point, they were the worst team. We had them at, at, at the bottom, at, at the very bottom at one point. They were in that, that top bottom three or whatever. But a great game by the Jets. An amazing game, you know. All the way through, you know, Zach Wilson, 14 for 21, you know, 210. Great game for him. Brees Hall, two receptions, 100 yards. <laughs> so, I mean, just watching this Jets team play as well as they did uh, just was impressive. 
you know, um, this is the first time the Jets have beat somebody in the AFC East in 12 games. It's crazy. Um, the Dolphins are now going to go into this week with their third string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. Teddy Bridgewater went out with a concussion. And even though he passed the test, you know the Dolphins weren't going to let that happen. You know the Dolphins weren't going to let him go back into that game. We we all knew better than that. So we got the Dolphins at 14 and the Jets at 13. At 12, lordy, 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 my Green Bay Packers. They were six last week. They're 12 this week. They should be further down. That's how I feel about it. But y'all know how I do this power rank because I do it based off a of record and then I rank from there. Um, so out of the three and two teams, they're probably, what, fifth best uh, you know, they had that game in control when they were out there in London for that game against the Giants. And I, I want to give the Giants love because they worked hard to get to where they are right now. And, and Brian Dayball was doing a really good job there in New York. I got to say that first. But the Packers defense looks like trash. They came into this season with a lot of hype, with a lot of talented players. And I do not know what Joe Barry is doing, but he better figure it out because this Packers team was up 20. 20, I believe it was 20 to, to 20 to three. And they were up, you know, they were up pretty big. You know, they were looking pretty good. No, excuse me. I take that. They won 23. They were up, uh, well, they were 23 at one point. But then, um, you know, the Giants just crept back in. Just crept back in. Just crept back in. Great game by Saquon Barkley. 13 carries for uh, 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, catching the ball at the backfield. Just looking great. Reason why we had him in the top five last week uh, in the MVP um, rankings and, you know, why he's one of the top rushers in the league right now. He, you know, people were doubting him. They, they said all these bad things about him. They wanted to trade him. They wanted to get rid of him. I was always been a Saquon Barkley fan. I'm glad that he's doing well. But we got the Packers at 12. And, you know, I just I really don't know how to feel about it. They got the Justice week. And I'm going to be honest with you. The Jets might the Jets might go in there and do business. And I know it's in Green Bay, but that look. I, they beat him in the preseason last year, and all Aaron Rodgers could do was praise how well and how good uh, uh, the young man uh, that is Zach Wilson is. So we'll see. But uh, we got the Packers at 12. At 11, finishing out the outside looking in, we got the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee, we talked about how they went into Landover, got the dub. Uh, finally got a chance to see my man Derrick Henry, who's one of my favorite players uh, outside of the Packers. Uh, you know, him and uh, Josh Allen are two of my guys. But it was good to see him live. And, man, he's so big. He's a big dude, man. Like, when you see him in person, it's crazy. Uh, great game for him. Uh, he had 100 yards plus, 102 yards, 28 carries, and two touchdowns, um, helping to propel that Titans team to victory. They are number 11, and they're creeping, trying to get into the top 10. All right, y'all, there it is. That's the outside looking in. And the outside looking in is looking pretty good right now. I mean, uh, there's a couple of teams that I think that, that could shock. Look, if the Jets beat Green Bay this week, the Jets are going to be in the top 10, man. Like, look, that's just how I feel about it. They'll probably be in there. The Titans got an opportunity to creep into there. Oh, well, they're they're off this week. But, you know, who knows? If somebody loses, they might sneak in that way. You know, bye weeks are kind of tricky that way. But, um, you know, there's a couple of teams in there that are middle-of-the-road teams that are playoff teams last year. Uh, the Packers, the the Rams, the Bengals, uh, you know, the Saints were in the mix of the playoffs last year. Uh, you know, the Browns look like they could be a playoff team. The Falcons are in that mix. So, you know, outside looking is eh, we'll see um, uh, where it goes from there. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to head to the top 10. All right, we head to the top 10. Let's check our own out. 
So top 10 this week. Number 10, the Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers uh, after a very tough victory over the Browns. Love what I saw from there. They still have been without Keenan Allen since week one. He hasn't played since week one. Uh, but they were able to get the dub, and they win 30-28 to 28 over the Browns. And like we talked about how tough the Browns have been. So I'm going to give Browns credit where they where they deserve it. But this Chargers team, uh, you know, is, is they're still trying to – it feels like they still haven't gotten their groove this season because a lot of people expected this Chargers team to win this division. Or, or at least be in there. And they're hanging in. But, like, people felt that we'd be getting better performances from the Chargers. But for now, they're at number 10. And that's because of Justin Herbert. Number nine. Okay, go ahead, 49ers fans. Love it up. I heard last week, man, you must be crazy. How could you have your boys over our boys? And, you know, like I told you, I do it off a of record. I feel like I always got to explain myself in the show. Maybe I shouldn't explain myself so much, but it is what it is. But the 49ers deserve to be exactly where they are. They're in the top 10. They're number nine. Uh, big win over the Panthers last week. And, you know, Garoppolo, 18 for 30, 253 yards and two touchdowns. Jeff Wilson, 17 carries for 120 yards and a TD. They just look good. In the end, they just look good. 49ers are creeping their way up. Uh, and, you know, here's the crazy thing. You know, guess who's, like, kind of, like, sitting at the top of the division? Oh, boy, didn't see that one coming, did you? But <laughs> the 49ers are looking good. Then we got them at number nine. Number eight, the Buccaneers. Now, Buccaneers last week were 12. 49ers were 13. So both of them moved up a couple of slots, and they're still right behind each other. The Bucs are at eight. The 49ers are at nine. The Bucs, you know, we talked about how their game was kind of just, you know, they kind of hung on there. Still thought the Falcons should have won that game. But I'm probably only saying it because I picked them to win. <laughs> but anyway. We got the Bucs at eight. Uh, and, you know, Tom Brady, even though he's going through all the things he's going through, it's still Tom Brady. Tampa Bay is still going to be a threat if they're in the mix. They're at number eight. At number seven, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens had themselves uh, a pretty good week last week. Uh, you know, tough victory on Sunday night against the Bengals. But they were able to get in there and get that dub at home. And now they won their first home game and they're uh, winning 19 to seven. And, you know, you know, just watching them eke out this victory is just let you know how tough this Baltimore team is. And JPP has been having a really good season for this team once he came in. So he's been really helping on the defensive front. But, you know, of course, Justin Tucker does what he needs to do. He helps propel his team to victory. And the Baltimore Ravens are at seven at six. We got the New York football giants, the, the Giants out of the four and one teams, which there are five. We have the Giants ranked technically as the worst. And that's not it. I don't I probably shouldn't have said it that way. I might be still a little bit grimy, but I know my fellow Giant fans out there that I know, you know, I know they're all hype, but they played really well last week. And Brian Dayball has those guys playing with a chip on their shoulder. Saquon Barkley is playing well. If they can get a lot and Dan Jones is not playing miserable, but if they get better play out of Daniel Jones, it, it can get, hey, this New York Giants team can really shock people. The NFC East is no longer the NFC least. They might be the NFC best. Better yet, they are the NFC best. Because in this power ranking, we've got three NFC East teams in the top 10, back in the top six. So give love to the Giants. They're four and one. They are our number six team. And number five, the Arlington Desperados, a.k.a. the Dallas Cowboys. Now, you probably wonder, 
if you do listen to the show, you're like, bro, who are the Arlington Desperados? So I got to explain this. I got to get this out there. I have a couple of friends of mine that say every time I pick Dallas, I jinx them. So, you know, my girl, my homegirl, Becca Cottingham Quimby says, Darrell, you're not allowed to say the name. You're not allowed to say the Dallas Cowboy. Now, I said to say it for, you know, media purposes. But, you know, we started calling them the Arlington Desperados on our show. So if you hear me say that, that's why. That's why. But the Desperados, a.k.a. the Cowboys, looked great last week. Played a really tough game against the Rams, and their defense looked outstanding. I got to see them in person, uh, you know, last weekend. They looked great then. They look great now. Big matchup coming on uh, Sunday night where the Eagles take on the Cowboys. 5-0 and versus 4-1. and Should be a good one. Cowboys are at 5. At 4, the Minnesota Vikings. Ladies and gentlemen, the Minnesota Vikings are playing good football. Uh, it hasn't been lights out. They're undefeated at home, but they're four and one. Kirk Cousins had a great day, 32 for 41 for 296 yards and a touchdown. David Cook come in with 18 yards, um, excuse me, 18 carries for 94 yards and two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson, who I will say um, is just screaming for an MV, just screaming for MVP consideration, 12 receptions for 154 yards. That Minnesota team, if Kirk Cousins gets his head on straight, could be dangerous. I mean, like, really dangerous. But let's see if they can keep that going. The Vikings are at number four. At number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. It was a nail-biter on Monday night. Nail-biter against the uh, Raiders. But it's all it always is when those two teams get together because of how important that rivalry is with the Raiders. Pat Mahomes, 29 for 43. 292 yards and four touchdowns. But what's more impressive is all four touchdowns went to Travis Kelsey. And because of those two wonderful men, I won fantasy matchups that I probably wasn't going to win heading into it. But I had Mahomes at QB. He helped me eke it out. And I had uh, Kelsey in one of my leagues. Man, he got me so many points I can't even begin to tell you. But thank you, Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes. The Chiefs are at number three. At number two, the Buffalo Bills. And we talked earlier about how good this Buffalo Bills team is. You know, that Josh Allen, the Gabe Davis touchdown was stupid. Just absolutely great. Uh, 98-yard bomb out of the end zone. And, you know, Josh Allen is looking in rare form. Gabe Davis comes back out for a couple of weeks of, you know, he was he was hurt for a little bit. And they're trying to get themselves together. But the Buffalo Bills are still riding high. They're my best team in the AFC right now. They, ladies and gentlemen, are 4-1 and one and at number two on the top 10 or in the pop ring, as you should say, same dream. And at number one, the only undefeated team in the NFL at the current time, the Philadelphia Eagles for the second straight week, the Eagles are holding the top spot in the power rankings. And, you know, this Eagles team toughed it out. They toughed it out against Arizona and they found a way to go five and zero. And I'm going to say this right now, if they continue on this path, maybe we do see the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl. Heard a lot of that Buffalo Bill Eagles talk after week one and week two. So who knows? But nevertheless, this, ladies and gentlemen, this one is all the Philadelphia Eagles. They are the number one ranked team heading into week six of the NFL season. All right, y'all. So we're, we're there. Uh, the top 10 is done. Um, and, you know, in this top 10, there could be some pretenders in people's eyes. And, uh, you know, we still trying to figure out who the Giants and the Cowboys, that's Rattles, the Vikings, those teams to me, we're still trying to figure out who they are. Are, are they legit? Uh, you know, and even with 
I mean, I, I guess you can even say that with, you know, maybe like the Ravens, but the other teams in there are, are decent teams with good quarterbacks. And so we'll, we'll find out. But top 10, it, well, pretty solid right now. But overall, those are your pop rankings, ladies and gentlemen, heading into week six of the NFL season. But now it is time to finish this bad boy up. And now let's head to the finale. All right, now we head to the finale. Let's talk about our players of the week from last week. Players of the week, Josh Allen gets the offensive player of the week, 20 for 31, 424 yards passing, four touchdowns, a pick, and a quarterback rating of 134.2. And then uh, just a big victory over Pittsburgh, 38-3, an easy win for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. On the defensive side of the ball, DeForest Buckner, eight tackles, two sacks, one forced fumble, and they win a grind of a game against Denver 12-9. to So congratulations to Josh Allen and DeForest Buckner. They, ladies and gentlemen, are our players of the week. Now it's time for our top five MVP candidates. Well, guess what, y'all? It stayed exactly the same from last week. At number five, we got Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley, continues to uh, do his thing. We got him at number four, Pat Mahomes at three, Jalen Hurts at two, and Josh Allen at number one. And right now, this seems pretty steady to me, pretty steady to me for these top five MVP candidates. The only person I thought about truly putting in here, and I didn't, was Justin Jefferson. Um, You know, he was in there in the first week, but he's right now, if I had to say there's an outside looking in, he is in the outside looking in on the MVP candidate race. He is number six, and he is waiting to crack the top five one more time. All right. Now, last, uh, we go ahead into our, you know, uh, excuse me, our Thursday night uh, prediction. Uh, So tonight we got the Commanders taking on the Bears. And you know what? (sighs) The Commanders have had a bad week. They have had a bad week. And I think... And this and this might be crazy thinking. I think the commanders pull it off in Chicago and they win this one 23 to 13. But uh, if it goes the other way, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I think that, you know, this is a big game for both teams, but the commanders need this for a locker room situation. In my opinion, I feel like before this thing really goes off the rails or potentially goes off the rails, they need this victory tonight. You know, a few of my counterparts in the media business, my girl, Candy Waller, uh, my homegirl, Karita Parks, we've talked about this over the last couple of weeks. Me and Karita talked about it in the press box last week about how last Sunday game was a must win. Me and Candy talked about the week before was a must win. I hate to say it, but this one is also a must win. They got to find a way to win one of these games. They got tough matchups coming up over the next couple of weeks, and they've got to find a way to sneak some of these games in to get that mo- motivation going. And I would like to be four and two next, uh, you know, going into next week's Thursday night football record. So commanders don't mess this up, please. Solomon Maxson. I got the commanders winning 23 to 13. And as you see a little bit different this week because of the buys, these are my winners heading um, into week six. So, of course, you know, we got the commanders taking on the bears. I got them winning uh, that contest. I still feel that, you know, that the the commanders have a very important opportunity uh, here to go in and, and get a dub. You know, the Bears need it too, uh, but I, I just feel like 
they're in a worse spot. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I just, I just feel like they're in a worse spot, and and they've got to figure out a way to get this thing going. They just do. Uh, next, we got the 49ers taking on the Falcons. Um, I wanted to pick the Falcons this one, but I like what I'm seeing from the 49ers. I got the 49ers getting the dub. I got the Browns beating the Patriots. I just, you know, Jacoby Brissett is going to try to beat his old team. Uh, the Browns just, you know, I, I like what I've seen so far from that offense. Even, you know, when some people with Brissett being that quarterback, they've done really well. The defense is solid. See if they can figure it out. I, but I'm going to pick the Browns to win this week. You can call this a homer pick if you want to. I got the Packers beating the Jets. But if the Jets win this one, I'm going to say, hey, look, man, watch out for the Jets. You know, uh, and heads are going to start rolling in Green Bay if they lose this matchup to the Jets. But the Jets are not going to come in there and, and and just give it to the Packers. So they better be ready. Next, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Colts. I think Jacksonville needs this one bad. Uh, they started off so well and then they struggled and they beat the Colts 24 to nothing when they played them in Jacksonville. But, you know, Colts haven't beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville in like the last eight tries. So let's see if Jacksonville can go into Lucas Oil and get the dub. But I got Jacksonville winning that one. I got the Vikings beating the Dolphins. I don't know if Skylar Thompson is going to get it done for the Dolphins, uh, but I got the Vikings going to five and one and, and keeping control of the NFC North. I got the Saints beating the Bengals. Winston might be back this week. Um, not 100% on that yet, but Winston might be back this week. Uh, even if he's not, I just like the way the Saints team is playing. They're putting up a lot of points. Uh, and But I just don't know if the Bengals can can get, you know, right the ship right now. They're just struggling. And maybe they'll get it together, but I got the Saints. I got the Ravens beating the Giants. I think Lamar Jackson is going to show off. If you ask my man Rob Johnson, Rob Johnson has been screaming that he feels like there's two places that we'll see Lamar Jackson that the Ravens don't get the deal done. It'll be either New York or be with Detroit. And so who knows? Maybe he's auditioning for his new team. But I got the Ravens getting the dub this week, and there's not no salt. I just think Lamar Jackson is going to give him a lot of problems. Then you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Steelers. I got Tampa Bay winning that matchup. Steelers just look bad. So I got Tom Brady and the crew just going off. Rams taking on the Panthers. The Panthers look miserable. And, and Steve Wilkes, who was a one-time head coach of the Cardinals, will get an opportunity to, to be the interim coach for the rest of the season. And who knows, man? Maybe he can turn it around for the Panthers. But I got the Rams going to 3-3. Three and three. I got the Cardinals beating the Seahawks. I'm still disrespecting the Seahawks. And, you know, I just, you know, the Cardinals are undefeated at home. I mean, on the road. So, you know, something's got to give, you know. But uh, Geno Smith and the crew have done well. If Geno didn't win this one, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. They play well, but they give up a lot of points. But I got the Cardinals. Uh, next, I got and, – and probably the matchup of the week and in some people's eyes. There's two matchups. Cowboys-Eagles is going to be a big one. But you got Chiefs and Bills. That's going to be a whammer. Uh, I don't know if a whammer is a thing, but it's going to be a whammer. I got the Bills winning this one. Uh, I think they'll still be looking for revenge. Um, you know, after last year – Losing in that playoff game, I'm going with the Bills. Uh, then the Eagles. I got the Eagles beating the Cowboys on Sunday night football. Cowboys will go to four and two. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if the Cowboys win this game and Cooper Rush plays well, Dallas is going to have a problem in their hands, man, because you can't, it's going to be hard for you to take out Cooper Rush, who's five and oh, you know, with Dak Prescott coming back in. If he struggles any bit, they're going to be screaming for Cooper Rush. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I think that we'll see Dak come back next week, regardless. Who knows? But I got the Eagles winning. 
And then I got the Chargers beating the Broncos. The Broncos offense is absolute trash. That is the nicest thing that I can say about <laughs> about that uh, about that team. So hopefully they can figure that thing out. But any Broncos fan that I know right now will tell you the exact same thing. All right, now before I move on, before we get out of here, I'm gonna give love to uh, shows here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Make sure you check out the Inner Out Sports Debate that comes on on Tuesdays here on the network. And then sometimes they do Mondays and Tuesdays, but right now we're doing Tuesdays. Commonwealth Sports Talk with my man Joe Diller and Lamont Thomas. Make sure you go back and check out all our old shows. We got Monster Minutes with my girl Becca Quimbe. Becca be getting everything rocking and rolling on the weekend, especially with the mass car playoffs in full heat right now. Make sure you go check her out. The three-point golf show, check it out on our YouTube page with our man, Victor Herrera. Myself and Jay Quimby will be returning here in the next couple of weeks. Jay's coaching field hockey right now, and we're going to bring the heat back on the Legacy Maker Sports podcast. Ram Talk with Rob Johnson will be making an appearance real soon, so be on the lookout for that. He also has the Intense Sports uh, Talk show. Make sure you check that out as well. And then Legacy on Fire will return. I know your guys are beating me up for it, but it will return soon, uh, and we'll have that back in the fold. And, of course, if you would like to go check out the Legacy Maker Sports Network, you can find us on all these social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and TikTok. We're technically on TikTok. I said it's coming soon, but we haven't really gone deep into that. But you can check us out at www.legacymakersports.com. All right, everybody, that's it. That is This is episode 75 of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Look, I say it every week, and I'm going to keep saying it until football season is over. If it's high school, if it's college, if it's the NFL, go and watch some football. Hey, if it's the CFL, go find it. Europe League, I don't care. Semi-pro, go catch it. But regardless, you get an opportunity. Go out there, watch some football this weekend. Enjoy it. Enjoy the game tonight. Hopefully it's not a dud. Got my fingers crossed. Hoping for a good one tonight. But we will see. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all once again. I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence, and this has been episode 75 of 101. We'll be back next Thursday for episode 76 and to preview week seven. Once again, everybody, thank you all. Love y'all. Be safe out there, and we'll see you next time. Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. One, 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 one. One, one, one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the